Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair, and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church, during which we will share in reading, reflection and prayer for Sunday the 29th of November, the first Sunday in Advent. Today our reader is Andy Sloan, and our hymn is sung by Patricia Hunter, accompanied by George Knight. In our watching and our waiting, in our hopes and fears, O come, O come, Emmanuel, into our homes and our world, into our lives and expectations, O come, O come, Emmanuel, into the fragile and broken places, into our busy minds and beating hearts, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Hello, today's reading is from the book of Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 to 37. This is the word of God, the coming of the Son of Man. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near, at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, 
for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Thanks be to God. Timing is everything. It changes whether we are early or late for a meeting. It dictates the levels of anxiety in awaited outcomes, results, job interviews or tests. The timing of traffic lights can mean free flow of transport or chaotic gridlock. And anyone travelling through Anniesland Cross in Glasgow during a rush hour knows this all too well. Timing also allows for one president to be elected, have time to build a staff team and move into office, whilst the other finds time to find fresh fairways. Timing in a motor means a smooth running machine or chaotic breakdown. Timing in sport means winning or losing, first or second. Timing in schools means a spacing of coming and going and transition between classes. The timing of Advent allows a journey to prepare to remember the events of the coming of Christ, not just a nativity, but a revelation and turning point in the life of humanity. The timing of the first Sunday in Advent signals the beginning of preparations, no matter how much the world begins its seasonal preparations with Black Friday sales and a consumer frenzy of bargain buying, the church begins Advent on the first Sunday. It can be hard for us to understand Jesus' delay in his coming. We know this is the first Sunday of Advent, and already I am sure many of us want Christmas to be just around the corner. And who can blame us this year? For this year has been quite apocalyptic enough, and many search and long for that comfort of the Advent journey and celebration. We yearn for the spiritual comfort of Christmas, when we know what is going to happen. We long for the timing of opening Advent calendars with a chocolate behind each door, the melodic music of familiar Victorian carols, the tree with gaudy baubles and the ones we try to hide each year and the baubles that bring memories from yesteryear. But God's time clock is certainly out of sync with ours. God has other priorities. We have several weeks before Christmas Day. This year, timing is tiring. And yet, in rolls Mark with our passage today about waiting, about keeping awake, about being alert. This Gospel reading from Mark seems an unlikely scripture for Advent. It has nothing to do with Mary and Joseph, the wise men, or shepherds watching their flock. Instead, it is a story about a wealthy landowner going on a trip. 
the servants are left behind and given charge of the estate and a doorkeeper told to keep alert. It is a story about being prepared, getting ready, being awake. And in that sense, then, this is an Advent story, for this is the season of preparedness. And for God, tomorrow is Christmas. But for us, it takes a little longer. And perhaps that is because God knows it takes us longer to prepare for such a special occasion. In this passage, we find ourselves near the end of the book of Mark, with Jesus talking about the Son of Man coming to gather people to him. Jesus says we'll know that he is near, just like we know summer is near, by reading the signs all around us. And yet, at the same time, Jesus says we don't know the day or hour that this will take place. No one does, he says not even Jesus. So the best strategy, be aware, keep alert, keep awake. When we hear these words, they sound both exhausting and anxiety producing. How can we live on the edge all the time? It reminds us of the Covid tier system of being alert. The higher the number, the more elevated the level of being alert. How useful is an anxious system of constant alert when anxiety becomes the normal level? However, I don't think that this is what Jesus means or intends. This is not the destination of Advent that we are trying to reach. The call to keep awake has different purposes. Is it fear-inducing or is it building anticipation? Is it a symptom of fear and distress? Or is it anticipation of what is already on its way to us from God? In these Advent days, when there is much to worry about and fear becomes the toothpick that props open our eyes all night, these verses remind us that we are in a story that is much larger than we might be thinking about right now. These readings take their best shot at all the tyrannies that have washed us up in 2020. And the things that keep us up at night too are swept away with the affirmation of God faithfully creating something out of whatever facts we cannot change. When we worry about what will happen next, for me, for you, within the community of faith, within our country, this is the time when God does God's best work. Keep awake, for God is in the midst of Advent. God is with us in the pain and the distress, the anxiety and the fear. God calls to us a time of watchful anticipation, when we can long for the comfort and the hope of the time to come. We long for God's will, for God's hopes. God's dreams, God's realm to be made complete in us and our world. And so we remain alert, excited, hopeful, on the watch for signs of God's kingdom moving among us and in us, and maybe even with our help. O come, O come, Emmanuel. That first verse talks about captive Israel, mourning, lonely, in exile, waiting for God to appear. And then the refrain, 
rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Advent hymns that tell us about our destination and tell us how much we, meet, we need to reach that destination and sing with eager longing for the journey that will help us arrive at that destination. That is what Advent is. Advent is preparation with a destination in mind. We know what happens on Christmas. Jesus is born. But why is that so important to us? What is it that we are longing for? This year, we are invited to hear the Advent story a little differently. There is nothing wrong with reaching for the comfortable and the comforting in times of anxiety and challenge. We know at the heart of the story is a promise that God not only came in the small and the vulnerable form of a baby born to poor and frightened parents, that God keeps coming in small and vulnerable unexpected ways and unlooked for ways. God invades our world with his radical and transforming presence and love. And so we journey and we look forward in love and in hope and in joy. Amen. questions for us to help with our reflecting as we journey into this coming week. What does Advent mean to you? And how might you make Advent more meaningful for you this year? What does Advent mean to you? And how might you make Advent more meaningful for you this year? We come to a prayer of gratitude and concern. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we wait for you to come to us once again, small as a child and vulnerable, to grace our poverty and humanity with a heartbeat, a breath and a cry. O God, be with us in our waiting and our preparing this Advent. We pray for the nations. Lift the eyes of those in authority to do their duty, to govern wisely and well for the good of all. Curb all terror and replace it with peace. Keep us alert and watchful to serve you and one another in a time of preparation and journey. Lord, come again to your people. We pray for the people of the world Wake all people up to your good news. Dispel the darkness that overwhelms. Let your light filter away the harm that we do to one another. Our appetite for politics and control and foster relationships that build links. Support for the marginalised and care for the poorest in the world. Keep us alert and watchful as your witnesses in the world. 
We pray for those who feel overwhelmed, lonely or frightened, sad or weary, bereaved, those unsure of what the next day might bring, those going through trying times, where circles of care are interrupted by the unexpected. Loving God, may the message of hope which Advent brings burst afresh into our world. Lord, may we play our part in showing Jesus' love, displaying his care and fulfilling his purpose, so that he might come again this Christmas to all who have lost hope and seek to rebuild in his light. Draw us together, we pray, in this time of waiting and expectation. Let us not rush headlong, but pilgrimage with you as our guide to lift us up and those that we love. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil, for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. And now we go, for the journey has begun, the soft footfall and the journey to Bethlehem, and the path that unravels before us, leading onward with expectation, hope and joy. Let us now journey with anticipation. Thank you for joining with me for this time of worship today. And now the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those you love this day and every day. Amen. <laughs>